Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and most likely a mimic or two. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Alright, with all that out of the way, let's buckle up and open a back window, because it's time to start the adventure. I just remember we have to shout out Kyler in tonight's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus, the most unprofessional D&D podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your DM, Calvin Piper, and these are the idiots who fell through something in an underground cavern. Let's go ahead and introduce them. Facts. Pause. When he says you, he means you, Kyler. Shout out Kyler. What? Kyler. Happy 13th, baby boy! I'm hardly <laughs> He's like 24, but yeah, he's like <laughs> Should've Should have clarified that before you said anything. Let's keep going and introduce everybody. Uh, I'm Michelle Piper, and I play Kenneth Quinn, the human ranger. I'm Liz, and I play Oceana, the tiefling bard. Hey, it's Preston. I'm sorry, Kyler. And uh, <laughs> I play the Azamar warlock, Lucius Kane. My name is Matt. I play the human, or is he, monk TBD. Ooh. What? <laughs> I'm Will, and I don't play. I am Glyph Kazidi. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Drew, and I play Zeph, the metallic uh, draconian warlock. Level three. <laughs> Point five. There's... That's not. A you have a Pathfinder character. <laughs> that's that's not. A we're not playing Pathfinder. <laughs> not a sponsor. No, we're actually playing episode nine of the God's Scott Chronicles. Roll the intro. Last time we were here, the party <laughs> had successfully completed their first contract with Galen Tolliver, uh, exterminating a bunch of strange mutated rodents at a grain mill outside of the Copper Cove. After which they reconvened with Tolliver and learned that there were a few more uh, leads or directions that they could go uh, before being approached one of the characters being approached by their uncle Orwell who provided them with a monster contract should they want to pursue it the party agreed to tag along and see what they could see coming across a well of some kind in the copper cove that was this communal 
communal well that was being leveraged, I guess, by one Remy Pierre who claimed that it was magical water that could do all types of things and heal and all these crazy accusations. The party determined that he was just, you know, leeching off of whatever was actually going on, decided to investigate further. With the help of their little R2-D2, a.k.a. Pothole, uh, they discovered a entrance into the underground aqueducts of the city. After wandering through and strangely run, running into one of their allies at some point, uh, the party was then directed deeper into the aqueducts where they found this strange teal glow at the base of this pool. Zeph went to... Glyph first, sorry. Glyph first went to investigate it, decided to pick it up, and disappeared. And one by one, whether by force or by decision, the rest of you each fell through this ring of light. And that is where we find ourselves tonight. So, as you fall through the light, that bright teal slowly begins to fade into a deeper blue with bands of white slowly dancing across your vision. You feel as though gravity has shifted and you find yourselves lying down on your backs, staring up at what appears to be a ceiling of some kind in a shallow pool of warm, salty water. When you orient yourselves again, you can find yourself standing up. You're in a large living space of some kind. The walls of this room give off a strange, symmetrical texture. Like scales. And the light that is dancing across them gives this oily rainbow color to them. <coughs> the air in here is heavy and humid. There's a smell of the sea, but mixed with herbs and jasmine and sandalwood. Now all this is secondary, because the first thing you see is the creatures in the room. Your eyes lay upon several large bubbles that float about 10 or 15 feet in the air. They slowly drift and warble as if made of water. On the inside of them you can see these humanoid creatures with long hair and appendages that turn into fins or tails as they slowly move inside of them and wave gently in synchronization, almost as if in some sort of slow dance. And it's not just the bubbles. Sitting around the room, you can see what appears to be dozens of other sea-dwelling creatures, some reclining and dining on food that you've never seen before, others playing soft music on instruments in the background, filling the room with this soft, melodic tone, and others are all sitting around a large, garish, overstuffed chair with one particular humanoid. The humanoid with this light blue skin and flecks of color giving their skin almost this 3D effect. Almost translucent, but not. They're dressed in these deep green robes that seem to drift ever so slowly at the edges. And they're sitting there having a conversation when their eyes now 
rest on you, the rest of the room going awkwardly quiet as you all kind of look around. You can see this individual, no hair, but strange kind of ridges that kind of run, like four ridges that run across the top of their head. There is no nose, only a flat surface where a nose would be with maybe like two small slits kind of at the bottom there. And you see that their expression of shock slowly dissolves into this sly grin of just absolute pleasure. Their teeth, very thin and pointy, creating this just smile. Talking like anglerfish, like shards of glass looking teeth? Just thin and sharp. Okay. Not like normal human teeth. Okay. Like sand tiger shark? Yeah. I don't know why I'm fixated on the teeth. <laughs> and this voice purrs out of them. Well, well, well. It appears we have visitors. Tell me, what brings you to my home? A glowing circle in a well. Yeah, we'd kind of like to know what brought us to your home as well. Uh, Actually, you found kind of like a tele... I think it's fair to call it teleportation. Uh, didn't really know what was on the other side. We kind of just picked up the phone, and here we are. So I throw up on the side. <laughs> a bright teal ring. Whence one enters it, they are moved from where they were to here. Yes. Yeah. If you're unaware of it, you're gonna want to figure it out. Yeah, it might have a lot of problems. Uh, anyone that goes through there would end up coming here. To uh, be fair, it is hidden in the sewers, so. I mean, in the aqueducts. So. You could be running into, like, four turtles, maybe, at some point, but it's... Yeah, I did say large, large old rat. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Definitely in his twilight years, for sure. Uh, pardon, uh, excuse us, but we are um, just a band of friends. He, he looks at everyone, like, nodding, like... Yeah, I'll give him a little nod. No, right, fr- like friends who... Like, uh, merry misfits, for lack of a better word, yeah, I think. Do good as when we can. Um, we do apologize for intruding on your party. Uh, no next. apologies necessary, my friend. Good. I am happy for the interruptions. It gets a bit boring from time to time where I live. But... Tell me, what to, where are you from? What do you call yourselves? Uh, lost. Um, Is he looking for a party name? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. We've kind of never officially decided who we are. So if you wanted to be like, oh, look at this ragtag group. I'd like to call them the... Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think? TBD for now. No. No, that's, that's your that name. We can't make it. Complex. It can't be us as well. You can't do that. Well, you certainly are intrusive for the most part, but in a, not a good name at all. in a fun way. Fun but please, please, you are not from my world, I would assume. You are from uh, the lands. Yeah. You are from Tarunal, all of yes. you. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. By that logic, you mean we're not in Tarunal right now? Yeah, where are we? <laughs> Not really here, not really there, not really anywhere, to be specific. It's my own little world that I reside in for the time being. It's safer for me this way. 
And what is your name? Perhaps? You immediately see this swelling of their chest as they straighten themselves up. You may address me as Khadiv Mudaza, Lord of the Seas of Tarunmal. Khadiv what? Khadiv Mudaza. I got you, dude. It's K-A-D-I-V-M-O-U and the rest. You can spell it. Fa- I try to can give I you the actual. Can I roll a religion check for him? See if I heard sure. him. Sure. move Mufasa on it. Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> you have not heard specifically of this individual. Okay. Are you proficient in religion? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say this one. This individual is definitely giving off. Vibes of, well, they're definitely vain, but it strikes you as akin to creatures of different, a creature from a different plane. Not a demigod. No, 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 not even close. Okay. Okay. Um, Do do we um, members of the draconian ordinance? No, like, do we recognize this guy or, like, his, his race or where we are? Like, is this familiar to us at all, the, the people floating in the bubble? Uh, not in any way that the Draconic Ordinance would help you. Yes, I'm not proficient in religion, right. so. Uh, I guess, only question I would have with you, uh, your majesty? Sir, I'll just go with sir. Only question I'd have for you, sir, is why would there be, uh, a teleportation sigil, for lack of any other word, in the middle of the sewers in the Copper Cove, leading to you here, presumably deep under the sea? Aqueducts, if it makes any difference. Ah, yes. In the simplest of terms, this... this pinhole uh, between my world and yours... It was a bit of a fun gesture, you could say. I was merely experimenting with the fragility of the human form, wanting to see what would happen if you sprinkle a little chaos into their world. Okay. And you can see it worked rather well. It was pretty entertaining, what was that? Thank you, thank you. Uh, does any of your chaos sprinkling uh, ever sp- spread to water sources uh, for the for the up above pinkies? That is exactly what I was attempting. Yes, water I- is a bit of my speciality. And so, does it, would your water uh, make people disappear sometimes? Maybe or. <laughs> Well, perhaps provide um, uh, healing effects? The effects of the chaos can vary from person to person. I was merely having a bit of fun, as you would say. Can I roll a perception check to see, like, how everyone else is reacting to us in the room or something? Make a perception check. Seven. (laughs) They are very... The creatures that you see all around you are 
of exotic nature and design of some of which you've never seen before, you are uh. too enamored with just like the awe of everything <sighs> to really like stop and be like, I don't know what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Khadiv Mudaza. Yes. Clearly, you are the ruler of this realm. And we would we would like to know more of you as one of your note should be known and would be known were you from our realm. That is generous of you, Draconian. Tell me, what would you require? We require nothing but a chance to know whose realm we have stumbled into and to whom we obviously owe our deference at this point. Yeah, I mean, we've we've kind of been given the task of sussing out whatever's happening and kind of putting an end to it. So uh, I guess we're trying to find like a, a peaceable accord with you, just a way of being like, hey, uh, if you wanted to not, like maybe pick a different city in Tyron Malt, like one that we don't have jurisdiction in, that would be great for us and probably good for you. I see. It is more harm than good on the people above. Yeah, well, well, there, you know, people are pretty terrible up there, so um, uh, under the sea, I hear it's better. But down where it's wetter. It's true. Um, Who was that? (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of the mer people in there. Down where it's wetter. But I will say, um, yeah, there's there's folks up there that are using it for evil intentions, not necessarily for good. Um, And who would these individuals be? But well, that's Will a great tarnish the name. Uh, are, are, you, okay. are you looking for names, perhaps, or just vague do descriptions? Do you have one? Yeah, we perhaps. Do. If in exchange for the name, would you potentially relocate your experimentation to another city? For that name, and yours. I shall remove my fun. Or, 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 hear me out. What do you mean, armies? Uh, well, if you uh, just moved it, there wouldn't be anything for them to profit off of. I'm going to make Because right now, the magic water is what's being sold. Okay, I'm smart about this. But uh, after speaking with him, are you certain that he would stop peddling the water even if it no longer had any magical effects? I can't be for certain of anything and I think somebody's skimmy as that to, to try it on the, in the first place. Surely his commercial base would disappear quickly when there were no longer any magical side effects That's associated true. with I don't know. the consumption of the water. There could be some kind of like placebo effect where he could still say like oh everything here is just still super magical you just don't believe hard I enough. believe we need to cross that bridge when we came to it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, our host here, Khadiv Mudaza, mm. has has approached us with terms, and I find them acceptable. I also find oh, I have them a problem acceptable. name dropping. I mean, well, like ours, what, or what would our, what would okay. be what would the be consequence is, of yeah. you having our names? Not that you're not. No, welcome. his name. The guy that, that's peddling it up no. there. Oh, oh I'm not I concerned about care. that. Yeah, me either. I don't care about that guy <laughs> yeah, at all. I mean, Remy Pierre was kind of a but, but good question. <laughs> good question, yeah. What's the question? What are you going to do 
with our names and Remy Pierre's name. Oops! It's twice now. Hey, man, big Remy Pierre. Pierre's name. I shall remove from the face of the earth forever crossing Whoops. the name of Khadiv Mudaza. Okay. Your um, names? Well, you are my friends. I must know friends. who my friends right. are. That's great. Inside yeah. chick. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was gonna inside chick. I was gonna inside check. Can we all inside check him? Uh, fitting. Clavin. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, sure. I'll inside check, check him with a minus two. 17. That'll be me. 17? Yeah. 16. Are you actually going to do it with a minus two, or are you just... Oh, no, I, I trust okay. the Okay. Uh, you know, I'm, like, I'm de- deferring to the, the person of authority in the... With a 17. Oh, girl. Very hard to read. Damn. What about what about with a 15? Uh, the... <laughs> the ego and glory that this creature bathes itself in on a daily basis is very hard to see through. You have no idea what their intent is on any of that. That was it right there. Right in between. The DC is exactly 16. Exactly. It's not above. No no more, no less. Mr. (laughs) Mr. Um, Mudaza, sir, you mentioned when you first introduced yourself that you're here because it's safer here. Are you, like, in danger or something? Is there something... In danger? No, not this. in danger. Just taking a vacation, extended vacation from those who would see my power as a threat. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I, I get well, the feeling, man. I get the feeling. So you got a name for the culprit who is tarnishing uh, your majestic name. Um, and you're you're cool with moving this and maybe relocating this operation. I mean, it seems like you're real adept at magic. I'm really trying to stroke as you go. Looks like you're real adept at magic. You're doing a, a bang up job right now. Should babe. be a snack for you. Could you guys stop flirting while the rest of us are here? <laughs> <laughs> I see his fins are like spending. It is. He's just. He's, he's loving. He's it. waiting. Do we need to go back through the way we came to get back there? Or do you have another way of helping us? Mm. Oh, by the way, nice to meet you. My name is Lucius Kane. Oh, yeah. Lucius Kane. Yeah, it's a pretty cool name, huh? It's figure cool. before he yeah. moves it. He likes it. He likes it, guys. He likes it. it. Yeah, no, I'm sure he'll let us go. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd like to walk up to him and just extend a shaken hand and just be like, "Yep, Glyph Kazidi. I'm a member of this uh, troop, as it were." Uh, he looks down at your hand. And looks back at you. Glyph Cassidy. Yep. Nail it on the first try. Good job. Does Most it, people don't do that. <clears throat> does it seem like, I don't know, that he might be doing something untoward knowing our names? With a 17 insight? Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Mm, okay. As I like step back from the non-handshake, can I do a huh? real quick... Skip around the room and just like look here, like make just check. real quick look and skip see. Around the room? No, I mean like just with my eyes. That's like uh, super weird, man. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, glancing around the room, there doesn't seem to be anything untoward. It's a very ostentatious, beautifully done room. There's a lot of creatures all just kind of lounging, some having small conversation, others watching in rapture as this individual speaks to you all. 
It's a very, um, very interesting place. Zeph's gonna just step forward one one pace and and do a draconian salute, just uh, hand across the chest, mm-hmm. and then a, a short, stiff bow. And say, Zephyr at your service. Zephyr. This one. Then he looks at. He's looking at the other individuals mm-hmm. as he's talking. This one. Mudaza likes. And you see the others just kind of nod and kind of like in agreeance. I mean, we all, I like him. He's one of my best friends. And, so. <laughs> and this is my ward. Where are you standing, TBD? Are you on his back? Oh, yeah. I like peer behind his head. <laughs> and I, try, I try to bow while I'm still on his back. <laughs> Hi, sir. I'm, I don't, don't have a name right now. We, we call him TBD. He has no name that we know of. Tabidi. Can I roll an inside check? Sure. Nothing's bad is happening, friends. Yeah, which makes me feel like something bad is imminent. I think we've just gained a new, extremely powerful friend. Exactly. (laughs) We're never that lucky. We're never that lucky. Have you guys seen Death Note? Yeah. Oh, you're a live action movie? <laughs> yeah, oh, my favorite. You remember the Ferris wheel part? We just had like 10 anime kids quit you this podcast. 17. 17, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been very hard to Two tell. Two anime men were made. <laughs> oh, you looking at me? Me. You have not given the name. I haven't. You can call me Tex. Make a deception check. <laughs> I'm Tex. just saying what he can call me. Tex Ass Ranger. Uh-huh. Not good. Tex Ass Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Is so the Tex. Ass Ranger? Tex Ass Ranger. <laughs> oh, okay. Can't read that. I know. I was like a 19. Go ahead and lie to this super powerful dude. I'd love to get my head blown off. I didn't lie to the him. I said what he could call Deep me. purple oh, eyes, oh, pupilless eyes of this creature slowly blink once. And the smile remains the same as far as you can tell. Seeing this response, dang it, I was gonna give him my sister's name. Um, Hoiana. Yo, <laughs> back off. It's Ohiana with letters moved around. Excuse you, she is my baby sister. <laughs> Hoiana. Calm girl. down. She don't even know Bust her. Bust down, Hoiana. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it then. Yeah, it's real. I'm yeah. telling you, my I life is real, man. I love Don't it. not laugh because you're scared of your oh, laugh. No, I will, I can't help it. I okay. know I'm for sure gonna laugh all the time. All right, my Liz is having a battle. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make Michelle hate make herself. Make a general wisdom check or something. She said that, and I now we are do. not gonna be funny at all. To the most serious and professional D&D podcast. Oh gosh. Can I make another insight check on just how, like his general vibe? Yeah. Especially after she. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, this I'm guy's a general. This. Go ahead. I hate everything. Yeah. Yeah, Liz. Rolls. I like to hear that. Midwest Will Wheaton strikes so again. Oh damn! You cursed my dice. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, what as do I, do? As I said, Katif Mutaza, <laughs> we are at your service. 
Oh, you putting your finger up for me to stop? <laughs> you might uh, tell me. And I'm Ohiana. Oh, he is. <clears throat> Ohiana. He said your name right. Good good so good. Good, good job. Good job. So, and they sit up in the oh, chair at this point. So good. The deal has been struck. Yeah. The magic removed. And as it happens, you watch as the flecks of color in, like in their skin, slowly just kind of begin to twinkle as if light is catching them from different angles. Also, we got to get out of here. That's part of the deal too. And it fades. <laughs> it slowly fades. Now that that is done, I will deal with this Remy Pierre, his icy feet. Okay. But still, still get paid. Though. You are more than welcome to <clears throat> stay, rest, do what you ever need to do. Uh, well, if we need to like go home or something, can we do I that? I could provide you with a way out. You oh. could not return the way that you came. It is a it's not designed for human travel. Okay. But I could cross, could cross the plains and let you go. And you can let us go in a way that will not harm our uh, bodies, right? So, like, you're not going to, like, release us out in the middle of the ocean. It's going to be, like, on the land where, like, oxygen is, you know, what us folks need. This one, and he, point, he again, looks at the people around him. I do not like. <laughs> I can send you on your way back to wherever it is you came from. Okay. What can this band give Kadif Mudaza in return? Um, uh, Remy Pierre's name. That's what we, uh. He's the one polluting your reputation up there, whether you knew it or not. Let me see what I have. I don't talk about pollution around the ocean, guy. I have a clay cup. You want a clay cup? Watch what you like. It's a nice cup. Don't insult him. Something priceless. Give him your box of dead friends. Mm. Who? <laughs> well, sir, or madam, our admiration, our awe at your power. And if you would, we can offer you our awe and admiration of your realm if you would deign us with a tour and perhaps... Ooh, merch. <laughs> Smile. Spread the words. Merch. Chin dice. I've literally got nothing in my inventory to offer him. What would you have of us? Any recommendations? Single bobs, I got mm. 20. Mm. Oh, I love mm. you. That was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's inspiration, unfortunately. Yes! Yep, get out your dingle hopper, Michelle. You nailed it. Some some crab is losing the shit in the background. He's like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This one I like. <laughs> what is the crab Rastafarian? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Are you looking for perhaps an artifact? A favor or information? If you believe it is worth a price, Kadiv Mudaza does not want it. Kadiv Mudaza looks for things beyond price. Mudaza has everything I need in this world. With a snap of my fingers, it is mine. Mm. Can I have a second to talk to uh, 
uh, glyphs over here. Sure. In our in our heads, we're gonna have this have a little conversation. Mm-hmm. We just stare at each other's eyes as I'm doing. Right. Glyph. Somatic bullshit. Um. We could offer him a chance to study our magics that make us who we are. We're the only two things like us in existence that we know of. We could do that. Here's my thing, though. If we do that, then it it's no longer, like, our thing. And I think the more people that we let in on this... <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, and if you think about it, the Union was kind of trying to do that, too. I would agree with you if he were not an extra planar being. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But do you think it might be unwise to give someone who already has... Uh, seemingly barely limited power, even more so potentially. Uh, Lucius power. is gonna be like into himself and like thinking, and then he's like, okay, and then he's gonna take off his talisman um, and gives it to um, him. Um, hmm. Having no idea what this talisman is, I'm not gonna stop him. Oh, yeah, or I, I don't know. No he hasn't no said anything reaction. to me about no. what it is, so I'm like, all right. Let's keep this conversation in our pocket and see how this plays out. Yep. Okay. Pocket it. Pocket it. Oh, Sean has okay. a really high passive perception. Uh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Include him in the conversation. See what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's you're, not hiding. Now we've into it. all of our conversations. <laughs> he's, he's out. But you can't respond. You can do something. You can do whatever you want. He's just off, he's just offering his talisman as. This is this means a lot to me, but I really need to get home. <laughs> You're not saying anything? I'm, I'm mm, doing it. I, I give it to him. Wudazer takes the talisman and holds it in their hand. It's pretty cool, right? Well, let me take this off, actually. It is priceless. But it is not yours to give. No, it is. They curl their hand, and as they do, they open it back up, and it's just dust. And as that dust kind of blows away, you feel a metal weight press into your chest. So, okay. Um... Uh, never mind, I can't, I can't, I can't say anything. I'm gonna... You all seem to be... Wait, is it love that you want? Do you just want love? Yeah, do you want friendship? I can give that. <laughs> a hug? Okay, do you that. have hugs here? Of course. You all seem to be... How did you say? Adventurers. Yeah. Among other... Yeah, that's one of the things I described as I venture. You all have... Skills, talents... Scales and talons, yep. Nailed it, got both of those. Perhaps you show Mudaza what you can do. The gift of a show. Hmm. Yeah, oh, Hiana, no, you do that all day. No, that's yeah, we actually that have someone that's like the greatest do. showman, actually. Oh, Hiana, you want to do Yeah, you want to like dance or something? Do we have a deal? Oh no, you you do stories, my bad. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. Wonderful. And as he puts his hands together, he <laughs> taps him once and goes, 
Eshow. And he, you see all the other people are like getting excited at this point. And you see from, now you kind of look around you as you hear like the murmur and chatter. Where you're standing is this kind of like circle in the middle of the room with like these strange kind of like, almost like corals or like plants just kind of like in a ring around you guys. And beyond that is like just this very thin, shallow pad of water just kind of stretching out to most of the uh, floor before the floor kind of elevates in some areas. And you notice as soon as he like claps his hands once, the water immediately begins to turn as these columns of water begin to kind of roll up into the air and then fall away as now standing before you are three mythological creatures all kind of this bluish hue to them and like perpetually wet but they all are now like facing the three three of them all around surrounding you and Mudiv just kind of smiles his pointy teeth and goes let the show begin real quick question before we roll back does one of them look like a raccoon dog with large testicles? No. Damn it. Why are you talking about your mom right now, man? <laughs> you know my mom. Uh, you're, you're a great human, Angie. I'm sure you'll never listen to this. Title. Oh, I'm going to tell her to listen to it. should no, definitely be a thing. Time to roll initiative. No! <laughs> so, at the top of the round, Glyph, you are up. As you can see... These creatures that appeared from the water columns now standing before you. One of Zeph. You're looking at Zeph and you're talking Glyph. Okay. Well, I'm so just. Okay. I'm explaining. Well, that's so racist. Okay. Um, as you can see, these three individuals, <laughs> these three creatures now standing in front of you. One of them, this large, kind of elongated feline creature with these, with this big old like maw and these wings, kind of curled back and their tail, kind of swishing in the water behind oh, them. Oh. Another one, standing head and shoulders above all of you there horse lower torso kind of stamping in the water, their upper torso gripping this giant pike as they glare down at all of you. And the third, a humanoid form, but much larger with their bull head and the long horns that kind of <laughs> curl up with kind of some barnacles kind of hanging off the tips of them. I don't like that very much. So we've got the seahorse, the sea cow, and the wet Feline. Wet cat, I guess. Wet cat? Oh, no. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no. I can't give you inspiration for that, unfortunately. That's not how this game works. Um, nevertheless, Glyph, you are up, sir. My wife would be so proud. Um, uh, right, okay. Gross, gross, big and gross. Uh, yep. are you? I'm going to use my bonus action to kind of redirect. Well, actually, it's not really a bonus action. It's kind of just... Uh, something I'd like to do. I'm going to redirect Pothole kind of in front of me, uh, mm -hmm. as we usually pothole? do, and I'm going to tell him to shield up, and I'm going to uh, shoulder up the rifle, uh, literally on my shoulder and on his shoulder, and I'm going to look eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Uh, actually, am I on this side? So I don't know which one. Yeah, which we're, one we're right here. We're right oh, yeah. here. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, fire at this one, mm -hmm. this which one? would be... Arms. That would yeah. be the centaur. Okay, yep. Uh, I'm going to fire at his, uh, his rather large torso. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do that. Um, and let's see, is there anything else? Shoot him, mate. Do the bra. Hold on, hold on. No. I'm no, looking, looking, looking. Keep can't believe do that bra. It's not cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to shoot. Yeah, him. Do that's that's what I'll do uh, for, for this turn. Just cares got action. Not. I'm just going to sure. fire away. Fire away. All right, that's going to be 20. 20 hits. I think nice. it's... Oh, God. 
Uh, ooh, ooh, 16. 16 points of damage. As you spin around, lay the gun on uh, Pothole and fire a shot, it tears through the shoulder of this creature, causing definitely damage. You can see like the skin and flesh get blasted away um, as it looks like it got hit. Um, and you, the creature reacts to the pain um, and switches their pike to the other arm to get ready to come. Which creature? Uh, the centaur. The centaur? Uh, is that end your turn? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look. Uh, give me just one moment. This is the only second combat I've got with uh, my new friend. And Are centaurs so fit? Do you know that? I, I never thought so. They're not? No. Uh, monstrosities. Okay, no, there's nothing else I can do with him. I'm just gonna uh, make sure that Pothole also is ready and let no him know. It's live. Okay. The Pothole gets himself ready. End of Glyph's turn. It is the Centaur's turn. Where is the Damn, you were high? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. The Centaur is going to go oh, ahead we'll and pulls it, taking its pike, charges straight for. This is the Centaur. You won't do it. Okay. There's Straight for TV. Glyph, actually, because Glyph is the one that just shot him. Run on. There's pothole intervening in the middle. I don't know if that matters. Uh, yeah. Not with a pike. Ten foot reach. <gasps> Going over pothole. Boom! Straight down towards. Because you roll Glyph. a second time at disadvantage. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pothole's going to use his reaction to deflect attack. Uh, the defender imposes disadvantage on the attack roll of one creature. Can see this within five feet of it, provided the attack rolls okay. against a creature other than the defender. That works. Okay. So. so first attack. Still pretty good. Is that 21? Damn it. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Damn. That'll do, baby boo. That'll do. That'll you do. take... 14 points of piercing damage as this pipe shoots into your chest over the top of uh, over the top of uh, uh, Pothole. As it pulls out, you watch as one of the hooves in front just kicks out at Pothole, obviously, because Pothole is trying to step in its way. I have a question. Could I use my reaction to cast shield? Because technically it's Pothole's reaction, not mine. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to cast shield. On your attack? No, on his yeah, him attacking me. Uh huh. I'm gonna cast shield on myself. So it, plus five to your. So AC. it's a twenty-one. Doesn't hit now. So now it doesn't hit. Yes. So the attack doesn't. Yeah, hit. I, I'm, yeah, I've never done that before. Okay. I didn't. Yeah, I was confused on whether my reaction was for him to use his bro. reaction, but that doesn't make any sense. No, it's his. It's he's he's your companion, so he has an okay, reaction. Gotcha. I would assume so. I'll yeah. have to go back and look, but that makes sense to I'll me. I'll look. I'll look. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, okay yeah, so, so the pike misses. God, so, that was a yeah. lot of damage. So yeah. Yeah, full gonna... damage for that, that pike attack. Yeah. Um, all right, so with, missing with the pike as it skim, uh, skims off. Uh, can you explain how your shield works as an artificer? Mm-hmm. Uh, my shield? Yep. Uh, so what happens is as something comes at me, uh, I reflectively kind of pull my arms up, and along the wrist of one arm, there's a few glyphs uh, that are on there. And mm-hmm. once contact is made... Uh, it actually, in a way, kind of completes the inscription mm-hmm. and just instantly just reflects whatever it is that was coming at me. Interesting. Kind of just like, re- it, not reflect back at him, but just right off So almost me. like when you connect like batteries, like connect little lines yeah, of batteries. It, it like completes it, the it, violence. It the circuit. circuit. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like that. Tight. I like that. As he stabs good. into your arm, you pull your arm up and it just bounces off with sparks flying as it Whoa. does so. Um, it's Wowzers. still going to use its hoof attack on... Uh, Pothole. Not my pothole. Um, does a 14 hit? 
Uh, his AC is 15. Ah, so he whoosh, hits the front of Pothole's uh, armor. Nothing happens. That ends its turn. Uh, Lucius, you are up with Zeph on deck. Uh, Lucius is going to instantly activate his form of dread. This time he's going to uh, not completely fall into the ground. Instead, he's going to... Uh, his white hair, white uh, dreads turn black, and the band that was connected to them together dissipates, and each of, like, dread turns into, like, some shadowy snake creature and looks at all the things. I'm going to mm-hmm. cast Bane. Okay. After doing my bonus action for my dread. Okay. It's like emo Steve Irwin. <laughs> no, I don't like animals. Just kidding. All right. Let me let me roll my HP, sorry. Mm-hmm. Seven. Seven plus three. That's ten HP for me. Delish. No, there's no reason I'm not going to get one shot. All right. And then, Bane, so I need Christmas saving throws from all three. All three? Okay. Yeah. First one. Was a 17? Pass. Second one? It's a three. Ah, bingo. Got him. And last but not least, a six. All right, cool. So uh, who made it? So the centaur made his. Okay, the so these two. other two did not. And we got markers. Like, Ooh, well, marker. not markers. I do. They're in that bag over there, actually. Yeah, I'll keep flipping this over. Thanks, Kenny. Kenneth. Kenneth. Kenny, Can you get the ones I with uh, your You're getting whatever I grab first. Yeah, it's hanging on there. Okay. You cast your bane. You reach out your arms and the smoke curls around your arm and into the water as it begins to bind itself around kind of the water that is kind of perpetually running across them. The clear water that's kind of running all around their skin slowly begins to darken and turn almost stagnant in some areas as the bane takes effect. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, I'm going to go into the... um, I say cower as I go cower within the group of my friends. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Zeph, you are up. TBD, you're on deck. Cool. Sweet. Zeph is going to cast... <clears throat> Zeph is just sta- standing there with, with TBD right <laughs> in front of... Wait, that's not TBD. That's the little construct, isn't it? Yeah, that's a okay. construct. Yeah. But TBD right. is right next to you anyway, so okay. I'm just going to put him in yeah. there. So with his buddy, with his two buddies on either side of him facing the same monster, he's just going to, like, just pass his, his arms over his torso mm-hmm. and all of the glyphs like that are visible just kind of just pop just just this one grip. yeah yes. and he has cast mage armor on himself nice he's nice. just going to move himself to flank this creature you guys watch as he ignites Not the glyphs across his body almost like uh the almost like the uh red and silver Iron Man armor, his scales begin to mold and shift and raise up in some areas, giving his body a more armored appearance, uh, giving him mage armor. That's pretty cool. All right. So you give yourself a plus, is it a plus two to your AC? Um, it is a base of 13 plus my deck. So seven, okay. from 14 to 17. So you four, okay. So a four to Big old buff. Nice. Very nice. So mage armor has been cast. Is that the end of your turn? It should be. Let me just check real quick. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. TBD, you are up, sir. You got this. So, um, I'm going to move that next to him. Okay. 
And all I can really do are unarmed strikes. Then unarm away, my good sir. Well, okay, and I can do one thing after that, but... So... <laughs> Wait, what is that? That's not 20. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Matt, you are the most innocent 25. person. 25 definitely hits, and you are... He's flanking. Or, no, is he? I'm the tall guy. He's flanked. I'm the tall guy. Yeah, he's flanking. Yeah, he's the tall guy. Okay, yeah. So he's punching... He's punching the, uh... Punching the, yep, punching the centaur. Never seen a digital nat 20. Um, so... Seven points of damage. Seven points double of it. damage. Oh, oh, double well. it. They double Wait. it for you, I think. Okay. Yeah, he rolled. He rolled. Okay. He rolled two dice. Right. Oh, that stinks. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm gonna do. Might as well do flurry of blows, which mm -hmm. lets me do more. two more. All right. Flurry of blows. That's strikes. With that advantage, because you're flanking. What? With with advantage, since you're flanking, right? Mm. You are still flanking. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So the first one is Damn, like a seven. <laughs> seven does not hit. <laughs> Two and sevens. the next one does a fifteen hit. Fifteen hits. Nice. Four. Four points. Four so points of damage. Eleven total. That's I not nothing. As you HP. slide underneath <laughs> the underside of the center, pop up on the other side, and just start bah, 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 just punching away. Breaking through the skin and like into the bone of these cre uh, this creature, uh, it's looking it's looking rough. It's taking some beatings. Nice. Um, yeah. So ending TBD's turn mm -hmm. is now uh, the Minotaur's turn. The Minotaur lowers its head, looks straight forward, and just boom, oh, straight no. towards this one. Yep. To whoever is the first in its path. Me. If it's going straight, it's me. Uh, nope, it would be Okiana because she's closer. Okay. You got this, Liz, don't die. Mm. Cool. Alright, so you it's gonna this. do a gore attack. No, oh, you don't wait. got this, you're gonna get gored. <laughs> Lose weight fast. How? Lose your intestine. <laughs> the exact same roll. Does a 15 hit? Um, that means, yeah. Alright. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Oh, you're going to be you're so strong. Liz, you're going to be so it. strong in how you save. You this dice? Mm, yeah. You are not pushing prone. However, he does hit you yeah. for a total of... What? 67. Spit it out. 31 points. What? Okay, scroll up. What is your total? So um, not that much. It's not that much. Buff. I know, I know it's not that it's much. Not much. It's not that much. It's not even She's close to that unconscious. much. She's instantly unconscious. Yep. You guys watch as Ohiana gets hit square in the chest by this creature and launched back into the water and boosh, hits the ground. Still. It's more like launched. Oh my. Uh, cool. Liz is asleep. That ends its turn. <laughs> Kenneth, you're up. All right, well, first and foremost, I'm going to back up on out of here. Skitter me all the way this way. Thank well, you. Well, how much movement do you have? Uh, 30 feet. Okay. Drew the so as far like, backwards as I can. Oh. oh would you not It's like over? someone going bankrupt in Monopoly. Yeah, he will knock you over now. Oh. Uh, what is it, Liz? That's the close. I have Bane. On him. Yeah. But, but that's, you but should that's have, attack. should have that's, mentioned that. Yeah, but you said to save, not to, to hit. It's a... 
the gore attack. Yeah. He rolled a 15 on the attack, which meets her AC. Oh, I thought, I thought so you said it was a save. Bane, I thought it was a save. The saving throw, I think, was to push No, back the early. attack itself, okay. it's now a 13. Oh, yeah, then that, that's a, that's very important. Which does not <laughs> Which means <laughs> that's all negated. Hi, Preston, babe. you gotta keep me honest, my guy. Dude, I literally keep, I, I do that most <laughs> Give Wait, me one. So we have to let Liz have turns again? Uh, Liz, yes. Liz, Liz did not get hit. Yeah, didn't I? I am so sorry. So I've... retconning what I just said, <laughs> as the creature runs towards Okiana, the there's a moment where the water dripping <laughs> down its body, this stagnant water that's slowly being to like build up across it, touches the water underneath and almost as if like becoming solid material, it stops the creature and it... Boom, its head hits the ground right in front of Ohiana, missing it the wow. attack. Ooh, that was rough. Oh, man. Bane, but now we're scared. Bane literally just saved me from one shining this character. That makes me mad. Okay, <laughs> Kenneth, you're up. Oh, shit. Yeah. <clears throat> well, first of all, I'm going to look over the uh, what's his bucket. Which one? What's his there's, name? There's a lot of buckets. Medusa? Mudaza. Mudaza. I want to say, you're a son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, okay, Not and then I you. am going to cast Hunter's Mark on this guy that's over here. Okay. Ooh. Hunter's Mark. Uh, Hunter's Mark. <laughs> more, more, more. More things. Okay, okay, Hunter's more. Mark. I could have fairy fired him, too. Could have given that guy, like, seven hulubes. Might as well. Uh, and then we're going to go ahead and just knock back an arrow and try to hit Whatever, him. Man. Go ahead and roll for an attack. Okay, okay, okay. Alrighty. I'm gonna speak oh, to Glyph in, my, in his one? brain. Make it showy. Oh, I didn't want to roll that one. That's fine. Oh, and TBD here says it. Um, <laughs> does 12 hit? A 12 does not hit. Okay. Uh, then you fire the arrow and the manticore spins. That's not even right. It was even less than that. Spins its wing, no. causing water to kind of shoot up into the air, and your arrow kind of glances off. And away harmlessly. So on your up, yeah. Oh, I am. I'm so good. sorry. I forgot the bane. I never forget the bane. I used to play bards all the time, and I forget the bane. Forget the one. Now. Yeah, it's. Let's kill him. Rough now. Let's kill his freaking thing. All right, that's all. That's my turn. Okay. Like going sideways. Ending Kenneth's turn. Ohiana, you're still alive. I am still alive. With a minotaur, standing right, right in front of you. I. Take his soul. It's funny. Would love to use my uh, second level thunder wave on him. Certainly. So he needs to make a con save of 13. A constitution with Bane. throw. With, with Bane. Bane. Thank you. Thank you. I got Bane. I'm a Bane guy. You're the, you're the Bane boy. I'm a Bane boy. You're the Bane boy. Kitty Bane boy. As a 20. <laughs> with the last D4. It's, it's minus it's it got matter. pretty good con. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I use my inspiration. Okay, well, he takes seven points of damage. Seven points of they damage. Take every, take every bit we can. Chomp, chomp, you know? Owie, stop it! Do you you clap your hands together. The air around you crackles with energy as it explodes. Um, I need you to go ahead and roll 3d6 for me. 3d6. They're water. Water conducts electricity. No, it's thunder. It's oh my gosh, what thunder. if all of us get electrocuted? Fail our P, Michelle. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. That's, uh, That's six, a five, and a one. Twelve. As you clap your hands together, you feel that tingling sensation that has not left your chest since you left... No way. Topside. 
build into your hands and as you clap not only does the force of the air explode around you but you watch as lightning shatters across the body of this thing causing it to convulse the tinkle is now gone noted title drink more water guys stay hydrated you get to do magical shit like this I mean she's the only one that drank it uh, yes, you were able to do 3d6 lightning cup. damage on the next your next attack. Fun. So, there you Thank go. Thank you. That's Which so is awesome. another reason why I got a little sad when I one-shot you, because I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, fun magical circus. Anyhow, so definitely uh, messed this guy up a little bit, uh, looking looking a bit worse for wear. Uh, that ends Ohiana's turn. It's now the Manticore's turn. Manticore. That's the scariest one. I ain't gonna cap. You mean the Manticore? Yeah. Is all we need to find them is a mate, and they will die. Mm, we just need to find what? a female manticore. Is going to go ahead and rush forward. So I'm gonna be real with you. I think these are. Does it have more than that? Save that if they're all really low, and that you know for a fact that you can roll another. No, just thirty. Make sure roll over eight because you know how sleep works, right? Uh, 24 Highway, Alpha, Fort Osage. You know, no, no, it's good. 24 it's just, all right, it's going to go ahead and take its attacks. The first one is going to be a bite attack on Ohiana. It's attacking me? Yeah, so you're closest thing to it. It's a 20, 23 to hit. Oh, wait. 23 minus uh, 21. It still hits. Okay. well. That is the bite attack. And that is points of damage. Cool. Not great. Now the claw attack comes in. Okay, that one's gonna hurt. That is a ten. That does Bane not hit. Brings that down. And last but not least, it is going to fire one of its tail spikes at. Mm. Trying to see who it would shoot. There's me, I think. Around here. Nope, the person that fired an arrow at it. Smart. Yeah. That makes sense. No. I'm always like, hey, I'm right here. You can hit me. He's like, no, that's not what it would do right now. I'm like, damn. That is a 17 to hit. Yeah, that'll do. I played a wizard last campaign. <laughs> and I'm like, please stay away from me. <laughs> I just want to AoE things. Ooh, 10 points of piercing damage as into your leg, one of the spikes buries itself into your leg. Ow. Yep. That ends its turn. Top of the round, Glyph, you are up. Right, cool. I'm going to take a moment. Looking. I think there's. Is there a way to get a point of that is not going to be able to no, because they are they are diagonal from each other. Uh -huh. If he was over here, yes, but you could only hit him. You could hit him, but you would hit him or him if you tried to get all of them. And who is this one? That's Ohiana. Oh no, that was one. Uh -huh. Oh wait, computer's fine. Okay. Computer's fine, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm gonna fairy fire right in the middle. I'm sorry, Ohiana, but you're also gonna get caught in the fairy fire. I'm gonna assume that you might be able to make the save. Yeah, minus D4 um, on the, the save against fire. I mean, I'm fire resistant. So you're dropping... No, fairy fire isn't uh, damage. You, yeah, I'm just, like, you. reaching into my pouch real quick and pulling out uh, what almost looks to be, like, a smoke grenade. Sure. And just and just rolling it right in the group of them. Okay. Like, just off to your side. Yeah. What save did they need to make? Uh, they Dex. need to make a... Uh, Dex of 13? 14. Okay. Dexterity saving throw of 14. Yes. All right, the Manticore, or the Minotaur, sorry, is going to roll a 16. 
16 minus 4 as a tw- uh, okay, 12. So he fails. So he fails. anyone that attacks him is now going to have Does advantage. Does get to have advantage since she's part of Manticore? She, she she can, yeah, can, can I please have advantage? She said she was your friend earlier. No, I, I can't control it, unfortunately. The 19 is minus LA, 2 LA is 17. Yeah, so the Manticore does not get hit, so the Minotaur gets lit up with okay. the fairy fire. Could I please have advantage on my saving throw? No. <laughs> no, that's pressure, right? <laughs> no, I can't inspire myself. What, what'd you, what'd you roll this? Huh? She rolled a 7. seven. Yeah. You can okay, inspire yeah. yourself at level 14. Okay, so yeah, so, well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of bad it's and good. So Liz is now advantaged, but also so is the Manticore. So And the Manticore, too? Yeah. No. No, just one of them. Just the Minotaur. Manticore made it safe. But, uh, right. yes. Casting Dragon Fire, anything else you're doing? Uh, bonus action. I'm going to tell Pothole to attack the one that's right in front of him. Certainly. So he's going to attack with a fitting. 15 hits. Okay, cool. Uh, so he does a total of five damage as, like, from his free hand, a very, like, uh, it almost looks scaly, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. Kind of materializes from the end of the armor, and mm-hmm. it's just like a battle mace. Nice. And just right on his dome. Just for five points. Bangs him right on the kneecap. Yeah. Uh, all right. Ending Glyph's turn. It is now the centaur's turn. Center is going to do what it does best, which is stab you. No. Please stop it. No. Owie. That is going to be a 18 to hit you. 18. To hit who? Glyph. Uh, yeah. Uh... Do I want to use my reaction again? To sh- yeah, I want to shield again. Shield again. Do you have the ability to shield again? He has the spell slots. Yeah, I'm down to my last spell slot. Actually, no, that was my last spell slot because I cast Fairy Fire. I was so gonna say, I can't shield have. next round, but okay. I can right now. Or well, actually, so you you are was, shielding this round. Was he at disadvantage? Yeah, he's shielding this round. No. Because uh, Pothole's still right there. He uses reaction. Yeah. And Pothole's using his reaction? Yeah. Okay, well, he disadvantages the natural 20. Uh, so okay, it's still shield, still an 18, so, so you're using shield. Yet. Okay. Yeah. So you're walking away. It's going to take a hoof attack and go after uh, Glyph, because, or Zeph, because Zeph is standing right next to him. Aww. That is a... That's friendship. Right there. Uh, 21 to hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that hits. You take... Two points of... 11 points Ooh. of bludgeoning damage as the hoof kicks out and Whoa. catches you in the chest. Alright. End of its turn. Lucius, you're up. Zeph, right. you're on deck. Uh, I'm gonna cast... So it's Bane, Fairy Fired, and where Hunter's Mark. Sure. So I'm gonna shoot Eldritch Blast at him. Go for it. With out advantage. At which one? At the Manticore. Manticore is not Fairy Fired. Oh, it's not? It's the, the Minotaur. Minotaur. I'm just gonna do it at the Minotaur. We All got right. Minos, Mantas, and Santors. Yeah. So, well, actually, I might. I think I'm in melee with him right now. I think I'm in melee with him. Yes, you are. So can I? I'm gonna take an attack opportunity and back up. Sure. He's gonna swing away with his great axe. That is a. What is it? Nineteen to hit. Hits. Oh no. Hmm. Only eleven points of damage. Oh, he's no, said no, only. it's fine. He it's like it's my entire temp HP. So. Yeah. I mean, mm. when it gets 2d12 on a great axe. Ooh, sheesh. And yeah, that's 11. why I'm shooting you, you little prick. All right, mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot him. Okay, go ahead. Uh, do I roll again or because I was hitting someone else, or do I just use the rolls I used last time? I'm going to use the rolls I used last time. Uh, make a concentration check for me. Concentration. 
Uh, let me think. It's Constitution saving Constitution. throw? Constitution. Okay. Uh, 12? 12. 12. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I rolled a 19 plus 7, so 26. 26 hits? 26. It takes... I just destroyed everyone on the board. Uh, <laughs> killed a centaur. Um, just two force damage to him, but he two needs to make... Two force damage. Yeah, but he needs to make a, um, wisdom save. Wisdom saving throw, sure. Yeah. I'm sure that'll work great for the Minotaur. Minus D4. Actually does. <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, 19. What? Dude, it rolled, what? It rolled pretty high on its wisdom. Alright, bro. Listen here. I'm gonna run away then. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna make my... So I use 5 feet from there. 5, mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Mm-hmm. I have my bonus action up. Okay. Can I just, like, take out something as a bonus action? Sure. I'm going to take out the healing potion and, like, like put it out towards Zeph, but I can't give it to him because yep. I don't have an action. Yep, so absolutely. It's easier for you to take. Mm. All right. Thank you. End of your turn, Zeph. You're up, buddy. So, Zeph getting kick- kicked in the chest by this uh, centaur. You can see, like, his mage armor, it's like, it almost like it's not even there. It just, like, you see him just take this blow full on, like, mm-hmm. the mage armor doesn't even mm-hmm. exist. And he doubles over real quickly. And then you see quickly as, like, the the spikes on his brow ridge lifts start to just pop off. Mm-hmm. And then he looks up at the centaur and opens his mouth. And you can see that inside his mouth is glowing, like, mm-hmm. maybe, like, there are glyphs on his tongue. Mm-hmm. And he says, you're not going to like this. And he casts Dissonant Whisper. The theatrics leading up to that was so weak. So, a wisdom save of 15, please. Wisdom save on the centaur. Certainly. Everybody whispered dissonantly. (laughs) Wisdom save me throw? Mm. (laughs) 14. (laughs) He fails. Yay. (laughs) <laughs> so he's gonna take um twelve points of damage Ooh. and psychic damage and be forced to move as far away from me as possible, taking uh oh, this direction. Wait, all of those attacks. Attacks of opportunity from three four people three people. Four people. Oh yeah, this four people. What? It'd be taken because uh, it's it's technically voluntarily or something. It is involuntary. He is forced to move away. Is he saying okay. for, does he say forced? Mm-hmm. He's okay, forced cool. to move away, so it is involuntary. All right, so then we can't take attacks. So no attacks of opportunity. Uh, we still I must immediately, I must immediately use its reaction if yes. available to how, move. How, how much move. movement is he uh, It has, I believe, uh, uh, 50 feet. Okay, so can <laughs> so, I just put him all the way up? Yes, as far away as possible. It uh, rushes away, this like look here. of fear across its face as its body has taken a beating after beating. This kind of like purplish blood is leaking across into the water, kind of giving it this strange kind of cloudy texture. Uh, ending great. Zeph's turn. TBD, you're up. Um, are these guys still alive? Yes, yeah, they're still alive. Very much so. They have not been touched <laughs> very much. Only the centaur is super hurt. Well, And it is very hurt. Gonna... Go there and uh, can't really do anything but punch once. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and punch once then. So TBD is 
a little exhausted from this whole day. Mm-hmm. And doesn't have a lot of energy right now, so he tries to focus as much energy into one punch as he can. Mm-hmm. And he rolls not high enough. Eight. Eight does not hit. You hit it as hard as you can, but for some reason, this like slippery, almost seal-like skin, it glides off the the skin of this creature, no effect. There's still a good attack opportunity, though. It's a near turn? I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I can't do anything else. Okay. End of your turn, it is the Minotaur's turn. The Minotaur is going to... Like, nothing. You can healing word. I don't... It's just the thing is, right? Use your action, it doesn't gauge. It's gonna hit the closest thing, too, which is Okiana. Support someone by healing them. Gonna swing to hit Ohiana with its axe. Okay, please don't. Minus D4. Yeah, I wish you won it, honestly. That is. Ugh, it's a 16. Still is. Wish I had higher level talisman stuff. 17 points of damage (laughs) on that one. That's. Okay, that's. now for real, Ohiana yeah. goes down from That's this attack. That's perfect lethal. Like, mathematically. Perfect lethal. Alright. That ends its turn. Finished it. <laughs> Ohiana falls to the ground, severely hurt. The Minotaur looks a little bruised, but not terrible. The Manticore doesn't look hurt at all, and the Centaur is limping away from this fight. It's seeming to... Be pretty even at this point. Kenneth Quinn, you are up now. Oh, shit. All right, okay. So uh, the one that I have Hunter's Marked that's also Baned, I'm going to try to hit. Um, are you sure? Uh, I will repeat myself one more time, and then you'll do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Ohiana is out. The Minotaur looks a little hurt. The Manticore looks barely touched. And the centaur is limping away from the fight. That's the way I'm thinking about it, she's got three more saving throws. <laughs> Two more saving throws to go. Um, mm, okay, this was my secondary mm-hmm. thought. Where the is less o- fun option. Where is Ohiana? On the um, ground. Right there. Okay. In between the two. I don't have anything to heal her with. No. Could I grab that potion that Lucius has? My, my arm is out. I did say that. I was going to give it to Zephyr. Because I have 30 feet, 30 feet of movement. So, 5, 10, 15 to me, and you can pick it up. And I don't think I can get it. But you have to you have to go over there and put if it in her mouth. that around. is what you want to do, that's okay. Wait, your face is so confusing to me right now. Mm-hmm. Make, an, make an intelligence check for me. Okay. Are you telling Michelle or Kenneth? I'm telling Kenneth when to make an intelligence Honestly, check. Honestly, I always me. get my feelings hurt. Um, Usually. That's... Um, 14. 14. If I need it, I can use that inspiration. Do you want to? Do I need to? Michelle's so paranoid to? to do something right Dude, now. Dude, for real. It's an advantage on, your, on the check. An advantage? It's you, towards... you re-roll it. You give it. Get it again. See if you get better. 18. 18. The training of Uncle Orwell. God bless him. Didn't clicks, prepare you clicks for this. In, clicks in <laughs> in this moment. When you are not outnumbered, but evenly matched in a fight, the best way to gain the upper hand... Tickles. Remove an enemy from the field. Okay. The wounded centaur. All right. 
Um, I don't think I can switch Hunter's Mark over on it because the other nope. position has to be zero. Okay, I'll try to hit the centaur then. With your range, it's not hard to do. Go ahead and roll your attack. I can't see. Uh, 12 plus 8, I believe, so... Uh, 20. 20. 30, 20. That'll hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. <sighs> oh, that's not bad. Uh, 11 points of damage. Oh, that's... <laughs> I wish I would have rolled better. How do you do it? Yeah. Oh, honestly. Oh god. Arrow through four knees. Arrow through four knees. All four of them. Yeah, <laughs> like a little, like a little oh, mosquito Okay. Up. Oh my gosh. All right. Cool. As Kenneth Thanks, lowers her yes, bow, friend. firing an arrow, piercing one of the knees of the centaur, lowering another arrow, firing again and again and again. After all four legs of this creature are pierced, it collapses to the ground and stops moving. And you watch as its body begins to slowly almost melt away like water into the ground. As that happens, you hear the sound of... And as that happens, you watch as the other two creatures slowly begin to melt back into oblivion. I did it. As Khadiv, Mudaza says, Now that was a show. I'm gonna go over I don't have a spell actually. I, I can stabilize them with medicine. I'm, I'm good at medicine. Mudiv okay. looks down at the water and kind of puts his hand down near the floor and goes, <coughs> Apologies. This uncouth to leave one's ally lying bleeding on the floor. And as he's saying this, <laughs> yeah. you watch as the glitter in his skin is pour, like <laughs> dipping into the water and slowly beginning to spread out through the water and begins to coalesce around the edges of Ohiana as <gasps> your eyes come back open. You are back up to full. Oh. I'll take some of that. <laughs> so. Hands off. Just everyone in the water is full, right? He looks to you and of course, I was greatly impressed by the display of magics across your body. As he kind of gestures your way and you see, not in the water, but kind of in the air, floating almost like mist, the flex kind of reach your skin. And as they land, you begin to feel this kind of warm feeling, almost like warm water kind of pouring across your shoulders and down. Uh, you go ahead and heal to full as well. I thought you'd like that. And you get all your spell slots back. That's weird. Nice. Um, and you level up, which is great. <laughs> as the party kind I of gathers, God. as the party uh-huh. gathers themselves, Kadith Mudaza looks at all of you. A deal is a deal. I hope to see you some other time. Party with no name. And as he smiles at you, his pointed teeth kind of gl- almost glowing. You can see the circle in the center of the room, the water that's kind of setting it slowly begins to like spin and glows a faint teal color as a portal is open and he nods towards it. I'm booking it. Yep. Yeah. Roy, if, uh, as I go through though, I'm gonna say, spill some of it! <laughs> the echoing laugh of this creature <laughs> echoes throughout the chamber as one by one, <laughs> You all get shunted through Wait. this with much more velocity than the first one Ooh. as you're and you get spit out. You find yourselves all one by one plopping in a small pile in front of a stone fountain in the middle of the Copper Cove on a warm 
summer day. I beat the shit out of Remy. I don't know where he is. And that, <laughs> there's, there's a Remy-shaped puddle on the ground. And there that is where we will pick up next time to find out what Mudiv plans to do. Uh, Mudaza, sorry, Khadiv. Nailed it. <laughs> Mudaza plans to do with your friend Remy Pierre. I definitely, I told him yeah, like, as friend. we were leaving that like next time we need his help, I will speak into a water fountain. <laughs> Just start uh, yelling the water fountain. <laughs> but until next time, thank you all for playing. Thank you guys for listening. Stay safe if it's wintry where you are as you hear this. Yep. See you next time. Deuce is wild. Goodbye. Thanks, Kyler. Guys, we've which really got to get this name thing figured out. Thanks for listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we did making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcasting platform you use. And while you're there, leave us a review if you want. It actually helps us out. We've got socials, too. You can follow us on Reddit at r slash wildmagicschoolbus, send us a subtweet at wildmagicschoolbuspod, or follow our Instagram at wildmagicpod. Either way, stop by and say hi. We're always happy to meet new friends. See you next time. Party. <laughs> oh. Damn it, Drew. Oh. We're this close. We're so, we're so close. <clears throat> we're gonna play tonight. <laughs> Maybe at some point. Drew, sit on your hands. Or your tongue. This is impressive. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.